Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Just Saying. I'm Julio. This is Shyler. And here we are on March 16, 2021. It is another Tuesday, the day we always record, and we are ready once again for another week of a lot of happening and a lot of sports talking in. Isn't that right, Shyler? I think, I don't know, I think you lost yourself a little bit in your words there. No, no, but, I, uh, I'm in every word I said. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, quite a bit has happened this past week um, in terms of NFL free agency. Usually we try to split things up and do a few short segments and, uh, you know, switch it up a little bit so we don't talk the ear off on one topic. But I feel like there's been so much that's happened in the NFL this week that it almost warrants an entire episode, uh, plus a little something extra at the end there, just a little something uh, that you have to wait and find out about. You're going to hate it. I don't think so. I don't think so. But, um, all right. Julio, eight total divisions in the NFL. Four in the AFC, four in the NFC. Players are flying left and right. There's a lot to dissect here. Where do you want to start? I mean, it just feels right to start right here at home with my New England Patriots who uh, have been the biggest topic of every sports channel with their free agency moves. 12 pickups in total. Yeah. Uh, My basic reaction to it is, I don't know. Uh, While I am happy to see the direction they're moving in, uh, they got Matt Judon. I like that pickup. Hunter Henry, I like that pickup. I don't think these are the moves the New England Patriots need to be making. I think they need to go out there and get a big name, which they didn't. They brought back Cam Newton, which I didn't want. They got some guys, Jonu Smith, um, Kendrick Bourne, Trent Brown. I was happy about that. But uh, I, I don't think this is enough to get back to where we were. And I'm honestly disappointed that this is the best they could do. All right. So I hear what you're saying. I have to strongly disagree with what you're saying. Um, You made mention to John, no big name players. Uh, John Smith and Hunter Henry, uh, two of the top tight end free agents this year. Let me tell you what the Patriots needed desperately tight end talent. Can you tell me the first or second string tight end the uh, the Patriots employed this past 2020 season? I think it was Izzo. Nope. It was Devin Asiasi and Dalton Keene. Who? Exactly. Exactly. And now they've got Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry. Two absolute monsters at the tight end position. So while neither of them are number one in the NFL, you know, you're not going to get Gronkowski production. You're not going to get Travis Kelsey production uh, out of these two guys. You've got another solid one-two combination like the Patriots had in the earlier days of their dynasty when they had Rob Gronkowski, uh, Aaron Hernandez. How do you go from that that to John O. Smith and Hunter Henry? That's what I'm saying. It's not what it was, but it's definitely a big upgrade. So I think that what is it an upgrade? We didn't have anything. Anybody would that's, have been an upgrade. That's what I'm saying. So what they did is they went out and they took the top two tight ends in the market. Nelson Aguilar, 
uh, he played pretty well last season for the Raiders. I think um, he deserves, you know, a, a chance with another team, with another coach. Um, I think that he adds value to the Patriots. I think that he gives Cam Newton a weapon. That's another thing you get with Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith. You get two strong-handed tight ends. Uh, Johnny Smith, who also happens to be an excellent blocker. Cam um, can't even throw. Like, no, but do you give him more weapons? And you might you might see a little more. I'm hoping that that's not the case because I don't like the Patriots. I want to see them lose. But I think that that you're so used to the creme de la creme, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, the crown, <laughs> you know, prince and king of the NFL up there together on top for two decades. And now you see that the Patriots are going out. They had a failure of a season. They're trying to make changes. They're trying to do things. They're they're trying to get back to what they were. And you're just not happy with it because that's not what it was. I hope in your, in your little... Uh analogy there that Tom Brady is the king and Bill Belichick is the prince because it's not the other way around. I mean, we'll see about that. No, Bill no there, there Bill is Belichick no we'll see. Never, Bill Belichick has never needed a super team to win a Super Bowl. Did Bill Belichick make the playoffs this year? He didn't, but he's also who never didn't, needed who, a super who, team. All who, he's needed who, was Tom Brady. All he needed was a good quarterback. And he didn't who didn't he have? Year. He didn't have his starting quarterback. He didn't have, you know, five, six, seven of his defensive no, no. players. He, he had, he had offensive no, players. No, no, no. He had an MVP quarterback. I mean, he didn't I have guess. he didn't have the goat. And where? Yeah, but he didn't have a few other pieces as well. And would, where did the forget. goat? Where did the goat go this year or last year? He went, he went to Tampa Bay, where they built him a super team. And what it, did he do? It would be. He won. He won the Super Bowl with the super team. It would be okay a halfway through the season, season if that team halfway through the season. Would you say that they were going to win the Super Bowl? I'd say that they had a chance. Would you say they were going to? No, it's, I wouldn't say. That. Oh! The majority of sports journalists in this country, halfway through the season last year, did they have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going to the Super Bowl? No, I don't think so. Halfway through, oh! probably oh! Seattle. Oh, that's interesting now that because they won, now the Buccaneers all of a sudden were the best team in the NFL, super team, star-studded. I didn't hear any of that before the season started. Or Oh, even- yes, you did. Yes, you did. And then the talk for the first eight weeks was that they weren't living up to the expectations. And then they did, and then they won the Super Bowl. That's all I'm saying. Oh. That's all I'm saying. But there was a lot of, a lot of movement in free agency. We got a lot to dissect. I think we should move on for the Patriots because I think that uh, – I don't know if you can handle it emotionally right now. Well, let's do it. All right. Real quick, I want to mention that Fitzmagic no longer in Miami. That means that Tua Tagovailoa is the guy down in, uh, down in Miami Beach. And they brought in the Miami Dolphins. They brought in Jacoby Brissett, I imagine, to back up Tua Tagovailoa. But Jacoby Brissett brings a little bit of veteran experience. He's got some starting experience with the uh, with the Indianapolis Colts. So, um, you know, maybe he brings some value to the team in, in that regard. And shout out to Fitzmagic for uh, moseying his way on up to Chicago, where their two quarterbacks now are Nick Foles, Big Pole Foles, we'll call him. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? And Fitzmagic. 
So, I thought you said he went to I, – I, I think he went to the Washington football team. Oh, I am so sorry. He did go to the Washington – no. Did he? Yeah, I am so sorry. I completely butchered that. He did go to the Washington football team. Um, Andy Dalton went to Chicago. That's my mistake. <laughs> so and, that's well, unfortunate for Chicago. I mean, it's Chicago. Who, who They've had Mitch Trubisky, Mike Glennon, <laughs> Andy Dalton. Uh, who who else has been the quarterback for the Chicago Bears? It's it's been embarrassing for quite a long time in Chicago, and just talking about Chicago kind of irks me. Um, Corey Davis from the Tennessee Titans went to the Jets. What do you think about that? Um, they went out and they got Sam Darnold, a, a legitimate number one wide receiver. I mean, it's Corey Davis. He's not the number one receiver, but. He's a legitimate weapon. They're still going to have a losing record. Uh, I agree. Not going to make the playoffs. Next. All right, Baltimore Ravens. Um, nothing huge. They did agree to a three-year deal with uh, offensive guard Kevin Zietler. Uh, so that further strengthens Lamar Jackson's running back abilities, which is good because he has no running back abilities, so improving the running game is, is definitely a, a pickup there. The Cincinnati Bengals. Um, moment of silence real quick. All right, moment of silence over. Because the Cincinnati Bengals signed nickel cornerback Mike Hilton to a four-year, four year, excuse me, $24 million deal. That's $6 million a year, right? 6, 12, 18, 24. With 8.5 in the first year. Mike Hilton might be the number one cornerback in his specific position, at the nickel corner position in the NFL. Um, he is fast. Um, at the beginning of his career, he wasn't much of a ball hawk. He's proven that to be uh, an inaccurate, uh, what sort of looking for? Inaccurate representation of, of his play style. Um, and he can blitz off the edge like like nobody's business. Mike Hilton, former Pittsburgh Steeler, I was very upset today when I got the notification that he was now <laughs> with the enemy. So I had to I had to bring that up. I mean, it's Pittsburgh. So what do you expect? Uh, I mean, here's the thing. Speaking of Pittsburgh, the the moves that they've made in free agency have been confusing to say the least. They've re-signed wide receiver Ray Ray McLeod, which I'm fine with. He's a speedy guy that they have for jet sweeps, kick return. He's uh, good in that regard. Offensive tackle, Zach Banner. Um, he tore an ACL early in the season, but he was their starting right tackle, so it's good to see him back. Um, BJ Finney, he uh, used to be on the team. He left for a bit, and I think he went to the Bengals, actually, if I'm not mistaken. I can't remember where he went to, but he signed a one-year deal, so he's back in the black and gold. And they re-signed Cameron Sutton, their, uh, another one of their cornerback, sub-package cornerbacks there. So I was happy to see that. But Bud Dupree, gone. He's in Tennessee with the Titans. Uh, Vince Williams, middle linebacker, cut, released. He's gone. Um, he'll end up with another team that's uh, looking for a thumper at middle linebacker, that's for sure. <laughs> and then, of course, you got Mike Hilton gone. So uh, I'm disappointed in the Pittsburgh Steelers, to say the least. Uh, I know we spent a little bit more time on your New England Patriots. If we could, I'd like to just move past the Steelers as quickly as possible. You know, I can't blame you for that. I must concur. 
I mean, it's it's embarrassing. Um, here's something interesting. Now, the Houston Texans have made more moves than anybody. Everyone's talking about the Patriots. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, fourteen signings from the Houston Texans. Fourteen. But they didn't uh, spend the, the money that New England spent. They didn't spend the money, but they brought in some good names. Vernon Hargraves, Terrence Brooks, Christian Kirksey, um, Mark Ingram. But the biggest name on here, now I'm sure you're familiar with the quarterback situation down in Houston. Um, I know that you're aware that Sean Watson wants out of Houston. Well, who did the Texans pick up today? A one Tyrod Taylor. One year, twelve point five million dollar deal. What do you think about that? I mean, you can't possibly ever, as if, if you make any decisions on any roster on any team in the NFL, want to have Tyrod Taylor be your starting quarterback over Deshaun Watson. No, do I you, agree. I don't. Houston, okay. we have a problem, <laughs> and I'm sorry to make <laughs> that's such a cliche pun, but. What are they doing down there? Yeah. No, I hear what you're saying. Um, I think they realize that that they need a contingency plan. I mean, Deshaun Watson has made it very clear that he does not want to play for the Texans. So if it comes down to it, is he going to refuse to play? Is he going to sit on the bench? Is he going to threaten to retire? Um, I mean, who knows what this guy is going to do to avoid playing uh, in the, the Texans uniform. So I think that the Texans are prepared to grab a competent quarterback with starting experience so that they can go ahead and, you know, be prepared for worst case scenario, which is Deshaun Watson retiring, riding the bench, refusing to place. I mean, whatever it may be. So I think it's a smart decision by the Texans. I think it is a dumb decision that they have not figured out a way to either fix or move past this whole Deshaun Watson thing. I mean, if that if that was their plan, they should have went and got Fitzmagic. But I mean... That's a better contingency plan than Tyrod Taylor. You think so? Because Tyrod Taylor, I mean, if Deshaun leaves, you know, I, the way I see it is the Texans are using this as kind of a one-year, you know, We'll see what happens. Maybe we don't need you. Maybe we'll go after someone in the draft and we like the way it pans out. Um, but we have the option to extend you if we like you. Uh, you meaning Tyrod Taylor. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick's got, you know, a little bit left in the tank. We don't know how much longer he's going to be playing. Right. So I think that's something to a, consider. You bring him in on a one-year deal. If it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, you know, it doesn't. Right, but if it works out and you you like to keep him, oh wait, you can't. And I don't think the Texans are ready to win a Super Bowl quite yet. So I figure they think if we need to use Tyrod Taylor for a couple of years, we know we're not going to win the Super Bowl this year. But you know, who knows what we can do? Or so I think it makes sense to go after him. I think it makes sense to go after Tyrod Taylor because of his age, which is you know he's not a young guy, but he's younger versus uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I wouldn't want to be a Houston Texans fan right now. No, I, I wouldn't want to be a Houston Texans fan ever. Plus, you got J.J. Uh, Watt, not to mention him. J.J. Watt is gone. He's with the Arizona Cardinals now. 
again, I, I wouldn't want to be a Houston Texans fan right now. <laughs> no, I hear you. Let's talk about the Super Bowl losers, Kansas City Chiefs. Um, we all heard a couple of weeks back that uh, Patrick Mahomes lost his starting left and right tackles. Uh, they had been released from the team. So everyone kind of thought, wait a minute. Why would they pay this quarterback all this money and take away all his protection? We saw how that worked in the Super Bowl. They better have a plan. And today, a five-year, $80 million contract uh, found its way to a one Joe, I don't know if it's Tooney or Thuney, offensive guard, um, you know, top of the NFL. Now he's on his way to Kansas City. So good for him, good for the Chiefs. But they still got to figure out their tackle situation. Yeah, I mean, they're going to go back to the Super Bowl next year regardless. Uh, They'll find a way to win. I'm not too worried about the Kansas City Chiefs, and I'm not going to be worried about them for the next five years unless, of course, we're playing them in the the AFC Championship, which might happen, give or take. Uh, But, yeah, the the Chiefs are going to be the Chiefs. They'll figure it out. Um, I don't think they got exposed in the Super Bowl like a lot of people are saying. Um, I think they definitely had to address that issue on the offensive line, but I think they're going to be just fine. I think they'll be just fine too, and that's because they're a team with you know good coaching, good quarterback, and a solid foundation on defense. And I, I feel like that's really all you can ask for in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, you got Patrick Mahomes, you got Travis Kelsey, you got Tyreek Hill. Um, that's nothing to sneeze at. Your offense is going to be good regardless of who's at Absolutely. There. Absolutely. All right. Now, I know I shared that link with you, Julio, uh, of all of the different uh, trades and transfers and, and this, that, and the other thing. I'm looking through – I had looked through it a little earlier, but I'm looking through, again, the, uh, the NFC, what they've accomplished here. Uh, it seems like the signings for the NFC not nearly as big as what's going on in the AFC. So the shakeups are not nearly as significant. We've got a couple of very different teams in the AFC entering 2021. The same cannot be said, at least for now, for the NFC. Um, from what you've seen there uh, and moves that you've heard about, anything that you want to bring up in the NFC? Hmm. Let's see what happened in the NFC. I think one thing that we already talked about while you're looking there, um, Andy Dalton to the Chicago Bears, one-year, $10 million deal, upwards of $13 million with incentives. Not bad for him. Uh, let's see what else you got here. Uh, just a reminder, Jared Goff is now with the Detroit Lions. We're going to bite a kneecap off. Uh, and Matty Stafford found his way down to uh, much warmer weather. So good for him. He's out in, uh, in Los wow, Angeles Bucks now. really brought everyone back, huh? The Bucks just about brought everybody back. And yeah, we almost I mean, might commend them for that. There's nothing really crazy that happened in the NFC. Nothing major. I just mean, a lot of Jameis, Jameis Winston uh, down in New Orleans, the uh, quarterback competition with him and, uh, holy cow, I'm forgetting his name, Taysom Hill. I mean, we got to talk about Drew B's retiring. Do we? <laughs> Do we? For such a big-name player retiring, I sure didn't hear a lot about it. You know, I feel like Tom Brady retires, Aaron Rodgers retires. You see tributes to them and 
you know, a 30-30 gets announced about them on ESPN, and then there's this and there's that. Drew will get a 30-30. He already has one. Uh, but I mean, I don't know. I just feel like people haven't made a big deal about it. Why should we? I mean, congratulations on an incredible career to Drew Brees. Because he's one, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He is. You want to hear a really interesting stat about Drew Brees? He didn't throw as many touchdowns as Tom Brady last year? More interesting. So Drew Brees... <laughs> For five different seasons, five times in his career, he threw for over 5,000 passing yards. Yeah, that's In the cool. entirety of the rest of the NFL's history, all 32 teams, including the history of the Saints and, and all that good stuff, only seven other quarterbacks have accomplished it. Or not necessarily seven quarterbacks, but that feat, 5,000 yards in a season, has only been accomplished five or seven other times total. So... He's done it five times. It's happened 12 times. That's unbelievable. Yeah, Drew Brees is something else. That, if you ask me, is unbelievable. Something else. Hats off to Drew, man. Great yeah. career. Super Bowl champion. Oh, absolutely. Great family guy. Great dad. Absolutely. Now, one thing I little, want to mention. You did have that little oh, head he did have that little hiccup where he was telling people to stand for the anthem, but we'll look over. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes, and as long as you learn from it, right? Yeah. All right. Now, one other thing I do feel is worth mentioning is the lack of movement in the NFC West. Um, he's not a free agent, but he's uh, expressed his displeasure with the team's handling of his situation. Uh, that's a one Russell Wilson. He's looking for an offensive line. He's named a number of teams that he would be okay with moving to. We've talked about it in the past, but um, now that the free agency period and the new league year rather starts on uh, oh, tomorrow, 4 p.m., the new league year commences. Um, what do you think is in store for Seattle and Russell Wilson for their futures? Do you think they're going to be able to make amends and and get back together and get back to the Super Bowl, or is uh, is Russell Wilson's time over in Seattle? I think they're gonna have to uh, for this year, but um, I I definitely see him going somewhere else. If not, probably next year. If not this year, next year. So you don't think he's gonna finish his career in Seattle? No. Interesting. And it's sad because, you know, you think of the Seattle Seahawks, you think about Russell Wilson. That's exactly right. You think about Russell Wilson, you think about that storied Legion of Boom that'll be talked about. From Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch, beast mode. It was a great era for them. It's sad, it's sad to see. It definitely was. It definitely was. Now, I think we've been talking free agency enough. I think it's ready to transition to, or time rather, I think we're ready to transition to that uh, that topic I teased a little bit at the beginning of the episode. Uh, um, Julio, would you like to introduce it or do you want me to, to take the reins on this one? No, no, go ahead, man. I'm, I, I don't even want to talk about this because I just get upset. All right. So it seems to me that a few months back after Patty Mahomes got that monster contract and went out and bought stake and uh, is now a partial owner of the Kansas City Royals. 
looks like he started something uh, in other current athletes. Now, we've seen former athletes like Derek Jeter. Uh, he owns the Marlins now, or part owner, full-time owner. I'm not quite sure, but I know he's a, a major player, uh, major majority owner, I think, in, uh, in Miami, in the Marlins. LeBron James, NBA superstar, school builder, MVP, winner of championships. LeBron James is now a part owner in the Major League Baseball team, the Boston Red Sox. Now, Julio is a Boston guy. He's a Sox guy. He's a Celtics guy. He's not a LeBron guy. So I would like to know, Julio, what do you think about this whole thing? What do you think about LeBron James uh, buying stake in the Fenway Sports Group, which owns the Boston Red Sox? If I had enough money, I'd pay LeBron James double what he paid for that stock or for that, for whatever percentage he got. I'd pay him double back his money today just because I don't want him to have anything related to Boston, Massachusetts. Notice how Patrick Mahomes plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. He paid for uh, a part in the Kansas City Royals. Notice how Derek Jeter lives in Florida. Uh, bought into money for a team in Florida. What does LeBron James have in Boston? He's never played here. He's never lived here. He didn't go to school here. He's got a fat stack of cash tied up with the Red Sox is what he has in Boston. And that makes me think, why? Is this just a big joke to him? Let me just see how much more I can get on the nerves of Boston fans. Is that his thing? Does you he have something against this? I think that's what it is. I think this was a big you-know-what to Boston. If it is a big you-know-what to Boston, that's hilarious, first of all. I think that's hilarious. Shout out to LeBron James. Second of all, oh, it uh, makes me good sick. for you, LeBron James. Good for you, LeBron James, for diversifying your portfolio. Oh, don't, don't applaud this. That's exactly what he did. He went out and he said, I see a franchise that's worth $3 billion. I myself enjoy the lavish lifestyle, have a lot of money, like to spend it. Let me park some of it here and see uh, see if we can if we can turn this coal that I've got in my hand into diamonds. And then Why not the Royals? Through. Not the Royals. Why not the, the Dodgers? Because he's not from Los Angeles. Why would he, he buy the Dodgers? He plays there at least. He's not from Boston. If you're going to... He's or, from Ohio. Or, or, so where where does anything, he play? Look, he plays in Los Angeles. If anything, okay. So go based buy off of what Los you're Los saying... No, based off of what you're saying, Patrick Mahomes was drafted to the Chiefs. He just got locked up for 10 years. He understands that he's spending his career in Kansas Go buy a so team in Cleveland. Go, go buy the Indians. I'm sure you got enough money for that. They'll give, you yeah, the, they'll give you the Indians for a bag of chips. Maybe the Indians will sell themselves for a bag of chips and, you know, an open carton of milk. But that's not no, where he wanted to put his money. He wanted a big market. He wanted Boston. He couldn't afford New York. He's not that rich yet. But he wanted Boston. He wanted a second-class city and a second-class team. And that's what he got himself. Unbelievable. I hope we suck now so that he loses money. And we I hope you suck too. And we get devalued. More New York wins. I, I, I wouldn't mind now. 
As long as as long as LeBron James is affiliated with the Boston Red Sox, I want them to lose. As long as LeBron James is affiliated I am with no- the Boston Red Sox, you want them to lose. I am officially Spoken like a true Boston fan. I am officially no longer a fan of the Boston Red Sox. Officially no longer a fan of the Boston Red Sox. Julia, what you're saying, what you're saying is permanent here. Listen. As long yeah, as LeBron go, if, James has mm-mm. any percentage, you don't understand. I love the Boston Celtics. If LeBron, I, I know you love the Boston Celtics, but you if can't. If LeBron, bo- if, if you, if you, I'm giving you an out right here, right now. If you take this out, you're fine. Otherwise, no matter what the Red Sox do, they could with go or without the LeBron James. They could go to the, They could win you the can. next 10 World Series. If LeBron James is part owner of that team, I will not they won't even get an Instagram post from me. No, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't say only while LeBron James is affiliated with the team. Because if yes, that was I the can. case, I would say yes, I would I say can. I was not a Steelers fan when Michael Vick was on the Steelers because he fought dogs and I'm against that. So I mean you can't if, oh, if you're gonna on. be against, if you're gonna be against the Red Sox, right. you gotta be against the Red Sox for the rest of your life. You gotta make that decision right here, right now. No. Otherwise, I'll call you a fair weather fan. I, as long as LeBron James is affiliated with the Boston Red Sox, I would not be rooting for them. What a loyal in fan! Fact, in fact, I'll be rooting against them. Now, answer me this: I'm a Yankees you, fan now. You're a Yankee. I'll take it. I'll take it. Now, answer me this. LeBron James retires. Yes. Finds himself a beautiful house in Nantucket. Yes. With a wife so good. What if he moves, moseys his way onto the Northeast, lives in New England, retired, and buys part of the Boston Celtics? What do you do then? Do you embrace LeBron? Do you hate the Celtics? I hate the Celtics. You hate hate LeBron so much that you would would let your love of the Celtics slip because he... The part owner of the team, because it wouldn't be the Boston Celtics anymore. This guy, this guy is. Could not you imagine? Could you fan. imagine Larry Bird buying a percentage of the Yankees? Could you imagine? You know what? If it makes sense for him, fine. But Larry Bird can't afford the New York Yankees, and the Steinbrenner family ain't selling. Could you imagine? It's not going to happen, so you don't have to. I'm not saying because it unlike, would unlike the Red Sox. Could you imagine? Because unlike the Red Sox, Unbelievable. the Yankees aren't some sellouts to a sports group. The Yankees are owned by the Steinbrenner family. That's, that's exactly what they are. They're a bunch of sellouts. Here comes LeBron James with some cash. I got some green cash. I'm, a, I'm LeBron James for the new Los Angeles Lakers. I'd like to purchase a small percentage of your team. Sure, yeah, we'll sell you. Unbelievable. You, would you do anything for money? Would you sell your own grandmother if LeBron James came with enough money? I mean, despicable. Fenway Sports Group, whoever you are, despicable. I hope you you sell the whole organization. I think that's one thing that you and I can agree on. I think that's something rare. I think that's a good place to end it. Oh, you got me fired up here, man. <laughs> Did my best. Did my best. All right, people. All right. We're going to end it here. Um, I'm going to try to record. Shad, I feel like you should close this out. I'm just not in the headspace right now. Oh, no? You, you don't think so? 
I, I just can't. I, I'm, I'm gonna go on a rant if I do. Alright, this guy Julio just can't handle his emotions today. Alright. Alright, thank you for listening in to another episode of the Just Sand Podcast. This is episode 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. I'll keep counting if you don't stop me. I think it's 11. Alright, episode. we'll say episode 11. Don't quote me on that. Don't hold me to it. I could be wrong. Uh, but nonetheless, thank you for listening. It certainly is appreciated. Um, Make sure you tell your friends, tell your family, tell your boss, tell your co-workers, um, tell your cats and your dogs, tell your mailman, tell everybody, tell everybody to listen to this podcast. Uh, but no, seriously, thank you for listening. We appreciate the support. Um, you know, we try to, to bring topics that are interesting for you guys, not just for us. Um, we try not to let our biases get in the way too much even though Julio was so upset by what LeBron James just did he can't even speak um, we appreciate it uh, so you know like I said share us uh, follow us on Twitter uh, check us out on Spotify Apple Music wherever you get your podcasts we'll be there uh, give us a like give us a retweet uh, set the hashtag just saying if you want uh, we'd appreciate that we'd love to go viral Uh, otherwise we'll talk to you next week hopefully you enjoyed the episode Julio anything left to say you can find us on twitter at J-U-S-S-A-Y-I-N podcast and uh, on spotify just saying J-U-S space S-A-Y-I-N with the yellow background and if you follow LeBron James on any social media accounts, go uh, do something bad to his account. I don't know. What are you going to do? I don't anybody report his account. <laughs> yeah, go report his account or something. All right. I don't want to be responsible for that because I don't need LeBron James knocking on my door with a lawsuit. Don't do that to LeBron. Enjoy the rest of your week. Uh, we'll see you guys in uh, the next one.